you starving yourself during the week so then you can cheat on the weekend. Dun, dun, dun. Is that the best way to say it? Or do you feel like you have to starve yourself on the weekend? On the week to cheat on the weekend. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the best way to say it. Yeah. I think either way, the point is, are you eating a mass amount of food on the weekend? Yes. And are you restricting during the weekdays? And then by the time the weekend comes, you're like, oh my God, I've been so good and it's been such a long week that I deserve to treat myself or I'm going to have my cheat day. Or like a case of the fuckets. Yes. Oh my God, you just dropped our first F-bomb. I just dropped our first F-bomb. Which I don't really drop F-bombs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's but gonna right? be me. So, Em, I'm like really excited about this Weekend conversation. sabotage. That's what we like to call it. And Emily and I have been really good at it. So, you know you like to eat a lot of food as a female when people who are with you on the weekends eating a lot of food are shocked that you're able to eat that much food. <laughs> right. But when Emily and I are together, I'm like, I really appreciate how much food you eat because I feel like I'm in good company. Yeah. However, we know how to do it now Yeah. without sabotaging our results or feeling like we have to start over on Monday or having the Sunday blues or being pissed off at ourselves, you know, come the start of the week. Yeah. And like, I want to say this, I think it's important that we say that we like to eat because I'm not somebody that's like dabbling on some licks and bites on the weekend. Like if I'm going in on some cake, I'm, I'm going in, I'm going in. Right. Right. And, and <laughs> so we like, how can you do that? Yeah. Yeah. And we figured out the method to be able to maybe enjoy, I like to call them more higher calorie food or drinks on the weekend yeah. because you know what, there is something to be said, like during the week, you know, the schedule's pretty much the same. You, if you're a busy working parent, you're probably going to work full time. You might have a lot of kid activities. You know, you're, you're probably just eating the same things right. week by week. And you do have a little bit more time to kick back and then relax and connect and enjoy more food and drink that you probably wouldn't during the week. But how can we do that from a place that also doesn't have you feeling, you know, bad about yourself yeah. come Monday? So that's what I wanted to talk about today. Yeah, I think so. I think it starts with structure, and that's going to be like the theme of this conversation. Right. And we're going to make this a three part series. Right. Okay. It's a big one. It, it is a big one. It actually has a lot of moving parts to it. So, Em and I thought we'll talk structure on the weekend first. Is there structure? I don't know. We'll get into it. And then next episode, we're going to talk about okay, how do you take that structure and then look at your behaviors around basically around food and drink to be honest because that's where most of us kind of fall off on the weekend right so how do we look at our behaviors that might be best serving us and how we want to look and how we want to feel and which ones might need a little tweaking and then on episode three of this series we're going to round it out with actionable steps of how to like best prepare yourself for the weekend and even post weekend to feel consistent yeah. with your execution <laughs> to always be healthy and fit. Shout out to the last podcast. I'm here. I'm lo loving this series. Yeah. Um, cause I feel like it kind of resurfaces, um, for the majority of us. And why is that? We like to like vacation and, 
um, you know, be with friends and family. You love to entertain, you know, and a lot of that stuff ends up being outside of the normal routine on Monday, Friday and is, is for the weekends. So I'm curious, Angie, like what is your, like the first thing you do to set up a great structure? Okay. So a lot of people that I talk to are like, you know, it's probably the most challenging on the weekend because there is no structure. Right. Right. And that's what I was saying. Like during the week, you probably know when you go to work, when you come home. Right. Like if you have kids, you know when they go to school, when they come home, if they have activities, if you whatever it is that you're doing, it's pretty much the same during the week. And so it's getting us to look at the weekend actually slightly different because there is structure there. Yeah. We just have to look for the reoccurring patterns that happen in our weekend. And so like I used to think the same thing. I'm going to actually start with a little story. Paul and I owned a gym, as you know, for 10 years, and we didn't have kids until 2019. (laughs) Is that right? Well, because our sons have the same birthday. Walker was 18, so yes, 2019. (laughs) Mom brain. My kids are four years old. 2019. Okay, so nine years of owning that gym, we did not have kids. And so we were very much stuck in the grind of we did a lot of the classes because we didn't have any other obligations outside of our marriage and the gym. Here's what I mean by that. We would be up every morning at four at the gym to coach by five. The morning sessions, let's say they ended at 11. So then we have that weird time in the middle of the day where people are like, oh, that's probably nice. You have all that time off. And like, well, no, we still own a business. So then we're like working on the business or maybe we're trying to get our workout in. We'd be back at 345 to coach from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. And that was the cycle we did day after day after day. So you have to imagine by the time Saturday came, we were like, hell yeah, yeah. it is game on. Just You've been at it we were gonna We were going to yeah. go after it. And just because we're in a, you know, a health and fitness industry, it doesn't mean, like Emily said, that we don't like to eat and drink. We feel like everybody else, like we were so dialed in during the week because our schedules were so weird that by the time Saturday would come and we would wrap up the last session Saturday morning, it would be straight to brunch, which was pancakes for us. And then it would be dinner out on Saturday, which was generally burgers and French fries and beers and frozen yogurt. Yeah. And then and on Sunday, we always like to go to the local bakery and get the fresh danishes and donuts. Yeah. And that's how Sunday would be. Like, when you think about that, even though it was only Saturday afternoon till like Sunday, like around 3 p.m., we're like, you know, we should stop eating like assholes right now. You know, yeah. like the, the, the Monday is coming. We, that's a lot of calories. 24 hours worth of whatever you want. Whatever we wanted. And it could undo results very quickly. But what we thought was, A, we thought we deserved it because we had more time flexibility. But we used to use the excuse. It's like, well, we just don't have structure like we do during the week. It was only a day and a half. And we did have structure because the structure was you work Saturday morning. We like to go out and have somebody else make us food for lunch. We like to go out on date night on Saturday because we don't have to get up at 4.30 a.m. on Sunday. And on Sunday, we want to sit and enjoy our morning without having to go anywhere. That structure we just didn't see it like that. Yeah. Right? You felt like it was just like total freedom and this is what just happened in that those hours. Right. And th- that there was no structure. So like step number one that we want to talk about today is how do you find your reoccurring patterns on the weekend that would allow you to see structure so then you could plan your food and drink with that structure in mind. Yeah. Right? Okay. So what do you do now? Okay. So... Here's our structure. Now, this is myself, and this is with our two kids now. 
And we don't own the gym anymore, right? Like we're an online business. But right. Friday, pre-daycare pickup. So we pick up on the later side <laughs> at like 5.30. Thank you to my teachers that stay late for the Lingzos. You know, you got to optimize. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, we try like connection for Paul and I, that's my husband, is very important. So we're always looking for ways to do that connection. So we start before daycare pickup, we always plan something together for like an hour, whether it is a walk or we go to a local distillery or we go grab a bite to eat. That always happens before daycare. And then when we pick them up, it is just more relaxing at home or then going to a different distillery or brewery with them. Right. But that happens every Friday. There's literally some type of we're going to have food or drink. And then Saturday we wake up and we are big coffee shop people. So we always go to a coffee shop and then we pretty much wait till about 3 p.m. So whatever that time is in between, maybe we're going to the zoo, maybe we're hanging out at home, maybe we're, you know, going on their little four wheelers, going to the park. Then we like to do an early like 3 p.m again at the distilleries or the wineries or the breweries because they can be outside and we can connect with friends so we know we're always having drinks about that time we will communicate if we're going to eat when we're out if not we like to come home and grill and be in our backyard on saturday nights where we like to have people over and then sunday kind of looks the same we're back at another coffee shop or we bring coffee and pastries home and then we start doing our normal like let's get ready for the week on sunday but there's always food and drink associated with it. Like we're still kicking back just like we did before yes. when we had the gym. But see, now we're intentional with it and we already know that structure so we can pick and choose the food and drink we want to enjoy. I was going to say, because it sounds like you're still doing the same things and eating the same things. Have the amounts changed though? Mm. The amounts have changed and the perspective around the food and drink has changed. Yeah. And so I'll, so, okay, so that's my structure. Let's yeah. hear your structure for the weekend. And then we can kind of talk about what we start to realize with other people's structure when they come into the program. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it's different. I, um, I'm tired by Friday night. I don't want to go anywhere. Um, and so we bring the kids home from school and got a pool in my backyard and we just strip everybody down to their swimsuits and they know this time of year, mommy doesn't get in the water cause it's way too cold. So I lay out on the bench, um, next to them and just watch them swim. And I keep everything pretty much the same as far as my food goes, um, on Friday nights for the rest, uh, the rest of the week. Um, it's just not a time that I die. I it's, it's rare unless somebody um, invited me out to dinner. I won't say no or something like that. But I Saturday is kind of the day where I have to be really intentional because that's the day where I get the case of the fuck it's. There's the F word again. Um, so I have decided because I would do previously I would kind of like before kids I would wake up and I would do nothing the same way on a Saturday and then I would go spend all day love football I would go spend all day on a patio drinking from like sun up to sundown watching football games or whatever um and so now I wake up I work out all the same um we have started, Ava's got a tumble class, so I know what time that's going to be at. Um, I keep breakfast the same because I don't really care, and lunch is typically pretty the same, pretty much the same. It's like Saturday evening is when I'm going to want some ice cream, and I'm going to want some pizza, and I'm going to want to experience like a restaurant or with friends or, or something like that. 
Um, and so I just kind of reverse engineer the rest of my day around that. But what I try not to do is sit around with nothing to do because then that just gets me really like, oh, well. I'll just eat. I'll just do whatever I want. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's how I kind of like to look at structure. If someone's trying to find it on the weekend, how do you like to enjoy your food and drink? Right. So Emily said like on Friday nights, she's at home, but Saturday nights you want to go out to a restaurant, right? Like I like to go out and be out connecting with people over drinks on Friday and Saturday. Like I know that about myself. All right. So how do you like to connect with food and drink? How do you like to connect with food and drink with your friends? How do you like to connect with it with your significant other? How do you like to connect with it with your family, right? So maybe it's like Friday night pizza night. Maybe that's a thing every single Friday. So first it's food and drink with connection. And then I like to look at structure. What about like obligations? So that could be kids sports activities, right? You might have to work on the weekend. Maybe it's obligations to take care of the home. So maybe it's laundry, it's meal prep or whatever it is. So I look at connection. I look at obligations and then I look at my own self care, right? Like, or the way that, what do I want to do on the weekend? Like outside of my kids, outside of my husband, like what is something I want to intentionally do for me? And then I build structure with that in mind because you do have more time, freedom and flexibility. Yeah. So, and, and you know what? I'm so busy during the week. Saturday is the one day I'm pretty intentional about socializing. So I'm going to hang out with somebody, hang out with my family, both together because it's important to me that we're making friends together as well as a family. That's pretty much if I'm in town, because I'm out of town a lot too. If I'm in town, that is like where I connect with people. Yes. And so when you start to think about it like that, right, it's like, okay, like what is the weekend about? For me, it literally just used to be about food and drink. That's all it was revolved around. But now I'm like, wait a minute, there's more to the weekend to that, right? Like there is connection. There is building and maintaining relationships and friendships. There is the opportunity to go on a hike if I want to go on a hike because I don't have that time during the week. So it's looking like what you want to get out of the weekend. Right. And then where does food and drink play into the experience? Right. And you know what? That's such an important question to ask because oftentimes – it really isn't about the food if you ask yourself that question. That's where I was leading, Emily. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? So like once you know your structure, right, and you know what you want, then it's like, okay, like what is the actual event around? Yeah. Right? Like, right. And then the reverse side, sometimes it is exactly about that. I And I had this revelation. I was, I thought I didn't care about Easter candy and Easter brunch and like a bunny cake but this year I did I look forward to a lot of holidays but Easter candy is my favorite yeah yeah (laughs) like Cadbury eggs man right like I get the point of Easter and I'm really you know connected to it but let me tell you Easter a lot is a lot about the sweets to me yeah and I'm like totally okay saying that like I will eat a whole day of jelly beans and chocolate and I'll fit it into the parameters of where I want to stay with my calories and I don't eat one vegetable or one piece of ham or chicken if I can have chocolate and jelly beans all day long Uh, so good yeah so good okay so let's say all right people are finding their structure now they're understanding like oh yeah pretty much some of the moms in our group they're like pretty much every Saturday I'm yeah. gone most of the day at baseball or soccer or whatever and so that's still a reoccurring thing in their structure most of our women in our program they're like they like to socialize so they're going out to eat on Saturday right. similar to Emily or I or they're going for drinks 
most of the time on Sunday, they're getting the house and themselves and their families ready for the week. So right. there is structure there. So how do we fit food and drink into it where it doesn't blow your results on Monday? I would say there's a couple things to consider. Yeah. We're going to have to track it. You're going to you're gonna have to know how much you're having. You're going to have to know how much you're having. Yeah. Um. We, re- we reverse engineer a lot around, okay, you've decided when that's going to happen. So the times that in the rest of the day, what will you be having to make that evening work? Yes. And this is where the structure comes in. Yeah. And so like in the next episode, we're going to talk about what we call like the three levels of habits. And in the three levels of habits, we start to understand what we actually enjoy when it comes to our food and drink. What is something we're okay making a trade off with? We're like, okay, I don't really love that as much as I thought I did. Like, right. yeah, it's fun to go get a burger and french fries, but I don't love french fries all that much. I'm okay making a substitution because I know the calorie amount that I'm approximately trying to stay in to lessen that. And level three is just straight up mindless behaviors right like where I think about me and every time I'm drinking and I know this about myself but before it was just pretzels and nuts or whatever and it's just mindless like half the time I didn't even know I was eating it right I'm just doing it until I became more aware of like myself you know what that's a really good point and and to the flip side of that token I would challenge you guys when you have decided what it is you're actually going to enjoy and win in that day I want you to sit down And make that meal last as long as possible. Savor every bite because you've been waiting for that. Right. Make it a ritual. Make it a ritual. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of the flip side of what you said, just mindlessly shoving things in your mouth, not even sure if they're fully chewed. Like what if we sat down and really were like, I am so grateful for what is happening right now. That I have the ability and like the act of feeding yourself. Yeah. And your taste buds and like the visual experience and the way it makes you feel. Like it's actually a very special thing if we see it like that where a lot of times it's just become mindless on the weekends whether it's the environments you're used to being in and it's just what you do and you have the 10th beer or you get what I'm saying it's like whatever that looks like to you I almost like I have been trying that lately too and it almost made me less um what's the word like during the week where you're just like I just want pizza it almost was like registered in my subconscious like I've enjoyed what I want to enjoy like let it go yeah because I was gonna say like if we let's go back to like during the week right where people are again they're quote-unquote their structure is more organized but we're we're telling you right now like there is structure on the weekend we just have to see what it looks like for us and how we want to enjoy our food and drink and our results during it but the first thing I would encourage you to do is the things that you save to have on the weekend the things that are on your cheat day that are on your treat list They'll lose power if you give yourself permission to have them all week long. Mm. And that was what was huge for me. I was like, if I want to have a beer on Wednesday, why can't I have a beer on Wednesday? Right? Like, why am I waiting till Saturday? Oh, it's because I have all the time in the world and, you know, I deserve it. I'm going to treat myself. If I want to have a cookie on Tuesday, why do I have to, like, why can't I just have a cookie on Tuesday? That's so true. Right? It's like taking the pressure off the cooker. It's not going to, like, pop. Yes. And so a lot of the weekend sabotage happens because we don't, quote unquote, allow ourselves to have those things during the week. So I would say, hey, eat your sustenance food during the week like you're doing already, but also build in something to enjoy every single day. And the power that food and drink has over you come the weekend, it's it's lost. Right. And then you can go into the weekend and this is where you'll start to understand. So I'm going to give you some examples. 
let's say that you are somebody who every single Saturday you have kids activities and then by lunchtime you're like I do not want to have to go home and make lunch for everybody like I'm exhausted I worked all week now I had like six hours of you know kids sports like I just want to go out to eat lunch are you going out and maybe the old mentality was like and now I get a chance to to take a breather so I'm going to order the I don't know I'll just say something I would order. The buffalo chicken sandwich with the <laughs> so sweet good. potato fries and I'm going to have like two to three beers. That would have been me. Yeah. Well, now I'm like, those things taste great, right? But is this lunch that I'm going to after I wrapped up the activities, is it about the food itself or is it about like, I just want to kick back and have somebody else cook food for me and somebody else serve me and I don't have to pick up crumbs off of the floor. Is it about connecting with my kids now that the activities are done and having conversation with them? Or is it really about the food in the drink? Because a lot of times when we go through the weekend, it's just eating all high calorie food and drink because we haven't thought about those things. Yeah, I, I call it breaking traditions too. Yeah. Um, if Saturday is just your day to whatever... Um, if going to the, maybe going to the airport, you always get wasted on the plane, you know, or like have a cocktail. They're like traditions that we've associated with days and places and things like it's okay to break them. Oh my gosh, Emily, Paul and I could never get on a plane without having like free (laughs) drinks. That's such a great way to explain it, right? Like that's just what we did. Yeah. That was our thing until it was like. Why is that our thing? Right? right. Like is that really like in correlation to our goals and how we want to feel? Until it's not working for you anymore. And if it if it's just something that was a tradition for you, what would happen if you didn't do it that time? Yeah. And then maybe it would get easier to just do something else. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So like you can, you know, ask in that moment, like, am I here? to connect with my family? Am I here to connect with my, you know, loved ones? Or is it about the food and drink? And sometimes it will be about the food and drink. It truly will, right? Like you might be going to a new restaurant that like you've been waiting for a reservation for three months and it is about the food and drink. But other times you can just look at it and be like, or is this just a meal for sustenance? Because maybe you also know you're going out to date night that night and you're like, I would like to get the pasta tonight. I would like to have the wine tonight. So right now in this moment, I'm here with my family and I'm enjoying this experience of us going out to eat lunch, but I can still order the grilled chicken sandwich and the side salad and be okay with that. It's not about the food. What it is about is this moment and being present in the conversations. It helps you to see things from a different perspective. Yeah, I totally agree. You know how this played out in my life, my relationship with alcohol, um, I do not think that I thought I could be fun without it. Carry on conversation, be social. It was just such a huge part of my life from college until I had kids. And then you get pregnant and you can't have it, but you still want to hang out. And I thought, it turns out I'm pretty cool sober. <laughs> I'm fun. Yeah. Right, right. It, it completely changed and revolutionized my relationship with alcohol to having a few to none at all if I didn't want well, in this process for me, and this could be a whole nother episode, is when I started to become aware of how many calories were in certain things, like, listen, you guys, I have a health and fitness business. I was not aware of what was actually going on when it when it comes to like how many calories you're consuming and what your body weight is doing. I had yeah. no clue at all. And it was very eye-opening to me. And I'm similar to Emily. I really love food. Like yeah. I got into this business because... I love eating food. Like I, whatever you want to call a foodie, I was a foodie. I love food. And I started to realize I don't want to eat 
or I don't want to drink my calories anymore. If this is the amount that keeps me in the body that I want, I'm gonna throw out a random number. Let's say it's 2000 calories that I could maintain my current weight at. I don't want my normal like four to five drinks that could be yeah. six to 800 calories to be where my calories come from. So that's where you're making your considerations, right? Where you are becoming more mindful at lunch. You're like, I usually would order a beer, but you know what? Those 200 calories that would go to a beer right now, I'd rather have those 200 calories to have French fries or save those 200 calories for later in the evening when I'm going to be more relaxed yeah. and out to dinner. Yeah, so, so true. Yeah. It's really just about showing up and like thinking for yourself. Becoming aware. Becoming aware. We yeah. can't change what we're not aware of. Right. Yeah. Ooh, that was good. So if we were going to leave people with actionable steps for part one, become aware of your current structure right now. And that's not to say it doesn't change on the weekend because you might be in a different sports season. You might be in a season of, of going to weddings. You might be in a season of entertaining, whatever it is. But if you're looking for those reoccurring patterns, you understand then step number two, how to look at what you want out of your food and drink. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So deciding where you're going to trade off. Yeah. Where you're going to make your trade offs, which is what we'll talk about next week. But it's like, look for structure and then look for when it's the structure with your eating yeah. and what you want out of it. And then become aware of about how much you should be eating to stay where you want to stay with your current body composition. Yeah. And I would just like, I started asking myself this question a lot too. So I just encourage you guys to ask this question a lot. Why can't Saturday be the same feeling as Monday? It could. It could. It's just another day. I realized when I had the Sunday blues, and I'm not like a blues person, I was like, that is a lot of power food and drink has over me, that I could literally be depressed and anxious on Sunday just based on what I was eating and drinking. Yeah, poor Sunday. I know. It's a bad rap. Yeah. <laughs> and on the third episode for this, I'm going to tell you how to love Sunday and how to strategize some different, like, tips and tricks and behaviors so yeah I love that get curious this week you guys about just the weekend being another day same as your week and building some structure that works for you all right yeah I think that's it okay so we would love to hear your feedback um if there if you're loving the podcast so far let us know tag us for sure on social media we'll drop the links for you but we want to hear from you like what you would like to hear what you're loving what's working that you've tried from our tips and tricks so let us know for sure and I would love to know your obstacle for yourself on the weekend right like oh. why if you feel like you are someone who's starting over on Monday or you catch yourself saying that or you're like oh my god like again I had no self-control over the weekend what do you feel like your obstacle is because that actually will help Em and I when we do our next episodes to kind of yeah. understand like all right, what is the audience, where are their struggles, right? Is it actually food and drink? Is it something else on the weekend? Like, how do you feel come Monday so we can better serve people with yeah, that? Yeah, that's really true. You could be uh, doing a lot of sports and not even remembering to eat at all that day. So yeah, let could, us know. Yeah. All right. And then if you guys haven't done so yet, if you guys can subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review, uh, we would really appreciate it. Leaving us the review helps other people that find us to know what's going on in the show, what you're loving, what you want to see more of. And um, yeah, if you like this episode, be sure, sure to share it with your friends and family. Yeah. Thanks you guys for tuning in. All right. Next week, three levels of habits. Stay tuned. See ya.